0: I might have a big head, but I'll still wear one of Kyle's dumb hats.
1: You might think I'm sweet like 818, but wrong me, and I will break your Casadel soul. <laughs>
0: Wait, I'm so glad you said that because I truly was thinking to myself, what's the name of Kathy's fucking tequila? How could you forget it? How could I forget it? I guess someone should have had a sip of it so I could have seen the bottle one more time.
1: I know. Well, I was expecting to come here tonight and be greeted by a bottle, but whatever. (laughs) I'll get over it.
0: Shout out, by the way, to Lisa Barlow, who um, said that she was going to send a personalized bottle of Vita tequila, and I did not follow up on that, but I feel like I should.
1: Have you tried it? No. Me neither, because they don't sell it in New York.
0: Do they not?
1: No. It's like, you know, like state liquor laws and stuff. But I have searched high and low. I think they might sell it in New Jersey. So one day I might have to make the trek over. God
0: forbid. I'm going to pray for you that day.
1: But like I have to try it because tequila is my drink, and I'm like, I gotta support my girl. Yeah, that's my liquor of choice.
0: Okay, wait, you guys, it's Andy's girls. It's episode three forty four. I have some follow up questions about tequila because um, I do like it as an idea, but I also remember college, lukewarm Blarney Stone in Times Square, shit faced, vomiting, wonderful, and that's after half of a shot because I'm such a lightweight. So I have to say,
1: well, you need the Vita. You I know, you, you gotta go, totally. I
0: need the Vita, and I needed this guest, you guys. It's his first time in the cloffice, and I'm so glad he's here. Actor, co-author of Riverdish, the unauthorized case files of Riverdale, and proud Bravo-holic with a master's degree in The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I'm so excited to unpack it all. Welcome to Andy Scrolls, Ryan Bloomquist. Ryan, how are you? Uh,
1: I am great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Long-time listener, first-time <laughs> caller.
0: <laughs> I am so happy you're here but wait can we jump back to tequila let's do it so have you always been a fan of tequila
1: yeah you know it's interesting like I feel like so my go to is tequila soda uh, mm-hmm. and I'll go out and I'll order that and depending on the company sometimes people are like ooh you're, he's going for it she's turning uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's starting um, but like you want you don't want to see me on vodka sodas
0: Really? I don't know. I don't
1: know what it is about my body. Um, Some would argue you also don't want to see me on tequila soda. (laughs) 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 But that's another story.
0: Wow. I mean, I have to say I'm not a vodka or really hard liquor person, but I do like the idea of tequila. And I went to a private tasting it was me and like 10 other people including dr deb in san miguel de allende for casa dragones i just googled the name because i was like i'm gonna fuck this up um which is a tequila it's like a fancy tequila company and that was fabulous okay yeah, it was in chic it. AF. It's like gorgeous bottle. So chic. So chic. <laughs> it keeps you both hot and cold. You can take shots
1: <laughs> <laughs> and pour it in a short glass. It's so,
0: <laughs> so if you are a fan of tequila, had you heard of Kathy, and I put that in quotes, Kathy's tequila before this week's episode?
1: So honestly, I had not. Right. Um, but... Now I want to try it. Obviously, I have tried eight one eight, and okay. I will say it is very sweet.
0: Isn't that bad?
1: Yes, I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> like I purchased a full body uh, bottle, obviously, and was like, "Well, I got to try this." How much was it? It's it's up there. It's like forty. Uh, probably like around sixty. <gasps> Whoa, Jesus yeah, Christ! It, we're we're talking like Casamigos tier tequila here
0: i don't know that i've ever bought alcohol i i don't i I don't know that i've ever bought alcohol that expensive i don't know what that says about me but like
1: (laughs) no you're you're better off not spending that holy crap but so i you know i did eventually finish it but it really kind of had this vanilla is like texture to it or not texture taste um wouldn't recommend I hope the Kardashian clan doesn't come after me. But or
0: Lisa Rinna, her their close I know personal friend. <laughs> they're
1: friends. If they were friends, wouldn't she have gotten a bottle? That's You know what... what I mean? She's like, oh, I have so many friends with tequila lines.
0: Also, when she tasted it and she said, oh, it's very sweet. And the bartender was like, it is sweet. I thought I was in a- another dimension because when should tequila ever be sweet?
1: Yeah, in my opinion, it shouldn't. But I guess if you're doing, if you're not a tequila fan, maybe you're doing shots, it goes down easier. I don't know.
0: Isn't it supposed to be? And again, did a full tasting night in this like mansion thing, and I don't remember any. Which says it's everything to do with me. When people starts getting scientific about, from the I lose all sense of everything. I'm not. I'm not meant for science. Totally. But, um. I don't think it's supposed to be sweet. I thought it was supposed to be like deep, maybe? That that sounds
1: right. We should have been on the helicopter with Ramona (laughs) (laughs) to to learn all about tequila in Mexico. We
0: missed our Skinny Girl adventure. Have you tried Skinny Girl? Yes, of course.
1: Um, Which is, listen, like when I'm sort of like, when I'm having like a trashy... Frisquet. uh, Yeah, sort of my like like a mom night <laughs> I like will purchase a bottle of skinny girl margaritas there was a dark period of my life I was doing a uh, regional show in uh, say it with me Peoria Peoria Arizona okay and I lived right next to a target and okay. they had like a good selection of skinny girl products and that was sort of my um how I got through
0: Wow, did you do the different flavors?
1: I tried different flavors. I I kind of mm. did it all. She had the seltzers at the time, too. Oh, those seltzers were bad. They're <laughs> So bad. Did I, you
0: try them? They were terrible. I don't know how she fucked up seltzer, but I mean, my God, she really did. Where there's a will, there is a way. <laughs> yeah.
1: I remember tweeting about it at the time. And I think I said, like, oh, I'm drinking a skinny girl seltzer. And people think I'm, like, chugging alcohol at 8 in the morning. And mm. uh, Bethany quote tweeted it and said, like, no shame in your game. Oh, my God. <laughs> this, this was, <laughs> that was, like, early Twitter days. It sounds like so, Bethany today. Yes. Yeah. I was just watching a video on my way up here of her talking about celery, how it's the new kale. You heard it here first, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> AG listeners. I don't even
0: know how to process that. I,
1: you shouldn't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. i don't think i could celery is the new aren't they all just vegetables i don't catch i don't keep track yeah i guess it's greenery. gonna be the new
1: trends
0: can you imagine celery being a trend no
1: no celery is made for like lunchables and that's it
0: celery i am one of those people i can't have celery i know people well, remember ants on a log from our youth yes celery yeah. peanut butter and little raisins yeah the yeah, ants yeah. just kind of
1: odd yeah weird
0: situation but um i would just do a plain celery moment god forbid or like maybe you know fuck it up with some hummus but like i don't know what else you can really do with it
1: yeah celery's never been for me but
0: yeah it's specific it's stringy it's the string cheese of vegetables
1: yeah if bethany says it's the new hot thing though then we know to avoid it it. yeah Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) so i have to ask you when did your housewives journey begin
1: Ooh, um It started with New York. Okay. Not to, uh, (laughs) you know, inflate Ramona's head Mm. anymore. Uh, But for me, that was my journey. Yeah. Um, Safe space. Yeah. And I think I just, you know, at the time, I was this closeted boy in suburban Connecticut. And I said, Mm. huh, what's this? And I'd been watching Desperate Housewives again as a closeted boy in Connecticut. And I think I was like, oh, this sounds similar. And then I sort of you know, started delving in. And I said, what is, what is this? This is my everything. This, I connect to this. Mm. Um, And I I didn't know why I connected to these women. And yet they changed my life. How so? Uh, I I think just my daily vernacular, what I care about, what the dumb things that cross my mind, maybe Mm. at least, you know, twice a minute.
0: Yeah. So when it came to like certain New York City moments, I think I don't know why I keep going back to this in my head, but it's staying with me. Um Bethany V Carroll, where did you
1: land? Ooh. Um man. I th- It's tough. Yeah. I honestly and this is scary to say. I hear you. I think I was like kind of team Bethany at the time. Tell me. I'm trying to remember the specifics of it all, but mm-hmm. like Yeah, I just I I think it also comes down to this. Listen. Bethany's a monster. Okay. She's I don't believe she's a good human. Mm-hmm. I believe she's out to get me
0: personally based <laughs> it, on that seltzer alone uh, honestly. yeah no
1: i got on the subway tonight and i looked by my back and said is she there <laughs> um but she's good tv yeah she,
0: she knows what TV. she's doing
1: great tv yeah and the carol i just i don't need you know i don't need her on my screen
0: oh got it okay was she a little bit too cerebral where she was kind of like purposefully on the outside you know like kind of like on or outside the bubble of the universe was it's, that she wasn't engaging enough perhaps yeah okay.
1: yeah you know the mm-hmm. the stuff with Adam
0: mm-hmm.
1: also you You gotta come play the game
0: yeah yeah I mean she was one of those she came up in conversation recently I think in a discussion about the BH reunion and mm. what do certain responses and social media yada yada mean for like the cast next season who's coming back and someone said you know like pose the question well has a housewife ever been fired before a reunion has been filmed and I said that would never happen like it just would never happen it would make no sense for anyone you wouldn't be able to convince that person to come on the reunion it would just be it It just would, literally wouldn't happen right but then I remembered that Carol's announcement that she was leaving I think went up like the week-ish before the reunion aired, which is obviously very different. Totally, But it did feel like a little bit of a fuck you to production in spoiling it. You know what I'm saying? Like, not that huh, leaving the show is going to be a part of the reunion itself, but just the idea of like, regardless of how this goes down, just so you know, I've already left.
1: Uh, yeah. You can't fire me. I quit. Right. And everyone's going to watch the reunion with that already in their minds mm-hmm. and it and you can't, the editors can't go back and right. add that element in. It would so be it's, tough. Yeah.
0: So which franchises do you watch? Do you have a focus, like a couple that you're super into? Of, you know,
1: I'm New York will always have my heart yeah. and can't wait for it to return.
0: In whatever way. Yeah.
1: Um, Beverly Hills, of course. Mm. Potomac is really just, Oh my God. I mean, you can't ask for much more. Right truly. Now. Truly. Yeah. Um, and then I like I went down some of the the rabbit holes of some you know short lived, uh, DC. Did you Dallas? Ooh. Dallas ha- Dallas lasted a bit longer. Yeah, but...
0: that was I'm like five seasons. I don't know if that's right. Yeah, I don't know. Don't who knows?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, I've kind of blocked it out of my memory based on that last reunion cycle. But um, so Potomac, what did you think of the trailer? Did you watch the? Oh, trailer? I can't
1: wait, and. I am an unapologetic Ashley Darby. And, oh, my God. And Candace.
0: Okay. Stan. Are you?
1: I mean, Deep Space is...
0: Album of the year.
1: It's actually good. People laugh at me when I talk about it, and I'm like, have you listened? And they say no, and I'm like, you have to listen. Uh, I will share for the AG listeners uh, that I will be at opening night of the Deep Space uh, n- nationwide tour.
0: Is she going on tour? She is. Where is that happening? So
1: annoyingly enough, um, I I live in New York. She's not coming to New York.
0: Okay. Which feels like a choice. I don't know why that's happening, but okay.
1: Um, But she's doing all these city winery locations
0: oh maybe it's a Wolf well, City Winery has a location here that's so weird that she's not doing New York I know
1: they could like give her a Monday night
0: for real do a Tuesday at 7 yeah
1: um, no I will be going on a Wednesday evening to Philadelphia <laughs> <laughs> yeah. which some have called the sixth borough so it's like <gasps> wow I hemmed and hawed and then I looked at, I was like honestly it'll take me the same amount of time to get to Philadelphia to see Candice than it would to go to Brooklyn to see a concert
0: how long are I'm taking it to Philadelphia,
1: like an hour and a half.
0: Via bus, uh, Amtrak. wow Yeah.
1: I'm really going for the merch. Okay. I, and hope candace if you're listening, I'm sure I she's do not. Want, I'm sure she, <laughs> yeah. There's no chance of that. But yeah, go go on, go on. You no, know, I want just a Deep Space Tour T-shirt.
0: I mean, listen. May her memory be a blessing. Erica Jane's tour merch. Not that I saw her live; I didn't have the pleasure. But those like cute little shirt. Remember the shirts that she came out with? That like Andy would wear on IG were I, fabulous. Yeah,
1: I I'm in possession of one.
0: Are you? I made the
1: mistake once of going to a gay party, which is again <laughs> my memoir. Um, but I was like, I wanted a tank talk moment. Yeah. So I caught it. <gasps>
0: Oh no, was that a good call or bad call? It's you can't, cu- you can't ever can it ever It's cute enough, but
1: sometimes I want the t shirt back.
0: Right, I would have snuck with t shirt and just rolled over the sleeves.
1: Oh, yeah, but again, okay, you know, these, these gays. Have you? <laughs> <laughs> they, they would have called me out.
0: Have you seen Erica Jane Live? Did you I get did, that at a concert? I
1: did see her. Uh, again, she didn't actually come to New York, what but is she happening? came to Jersey City. Okay, Which close is enough. a much That's easier. That's the Yeah, commute. that is
0: the new Sixth Borough. Yeah.
1: Um, but she was actually like again, it was a great concert. Where she was on for maybe you
0: know, 35 minutes. minutes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Did she have an opener? No, Someone... no, no, no it, was no. Just... no. it was
1: just her, baby.
0: What was the space like?
1: Uh you know, it was sort of your your typical Garage. concert hall. Okay, yeah, got it. Got it. Like yeah. you know, people were there. Mm-hmm. Um, but not really the crowd you'd expect. I sort of expected um I guess Bravo gays. Yeah. And it was it felt a little um uh, straight girl Jersey vibes, which I love my straight girls from Jersey. Right. But
0: we thought it would be a little bit gayer. Yeah,
1: I said, oof, I'm really the only one who's <laughs> sick enough to come to Jersey City <laughs> to see Erica Jane.
0: You would have thought there would have been some sort of bus accoutrement I thought bring, so. in, bring in the gays to church. I, I also
1: I would Hope that again that would happen in the future, um, but probably not now. Uh, I know we're just like rambling now, but like, did you see Erica Jane in Chicago?
0: I, uh, you know what, I didn't have the pleasure. Tom nor myself really <laughs> made the time to make that happen, but I heard she was really she was like strongly good.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, it, good it, plus. It, well, it felt like going to see your friend in high school and their high school show, like do the lead role. Love that. You know, and even the whole experience itself of going to Chicago, which is a, yeah. little, a little... maybe post pandemic, it's gained some steam. But when I saw it, it was she was tired. Yeah. Uh, I but mean, I it's walked been on Broadway in
0: Broadway for so long; they've been doing stunt casting for like fifteen years. Yeah, but
1: she was the most effervescent person on stage. Wow.
0: And how did you think of her? I mean, did she fit in with the show?
1: She really, she really did. I she. She sang well, the, the hot honey rag. She was a little behind on choreo, but it okay. was like her first week. So I, I cut wow. her some slack. Uh, it, uh, what I wish I had known, though, is what she was going through in real life then. Yep. You know, because I had no idea that she was actually like, you know, talk about art mirroring life.
0: I mean, one would wonder if she were to return to the show what that experience would be like because the LOL on Chicago and guys, if you don't know Chicago, watch Chicago, the movie. You've got that available. But the idea of this woman and like the focus of the media attention and everything else that playing out, knowing, as you said, what she had been going through actually and sort of disputing on camera for. A couple seasons of like lawsuits are happening, but they're not real. And, you know, this thing got, um, I should say canceled, this thing got um, settled or whatever happened, thrown out. So there was the, a feeling that this was not what we all under, now understand it to be, which was very real, very serious, and much larger than what anyone could have expected yeah for her to know potentially that was coming down the pike my goodness
1: and there's tom girardi just amos cellophane mr sell a thing the,
0: the parallel do you think that she could return i mean i could see them sending her an offer
1: well again this is where i'm sick in the head because i'm like well if they offered her it now oh my god they'd sell tickets like crazy they would i don't <laughs> like i think so but i don't Sometimes I'm surprised that people don't care as much as us.
0: Do you think that, what do you think the morality factor is in, you know, going to an Erica Jane concert, noting that she has said she's working on new music, she's hoping to tour, who knows what that experience would be like, because before she had a much larger budget than now, so I don't know how that would change things um, in her capacity, but what's the, what do you think... Is there a morality behind potentially attending, attending a concert versus the idea of this is a circus and I want to see what it's like?
1: Yeah, you know, the best comparison I really have is going to see Leah Michelle in Funny Girl.
0: Yeah, which you also
1: did. <laughs> yeah. Oh my and, God. and there were those everywhere. moments that I I bought the tickets and I was mm-hmm. so excited. and then you know frankly, I, I like tweeted about it. And then, you know, you get the people in your comments that are like, How dare you? You should be ashamed of yourself, you white gay supporting this racist, you're racist. All like, I'm not all valid opinions. I personally was just excited to see Leah Michelle. I hope that I hope in we are living in a world where she's seems to be proving herself to have listened and shown up in a different way now to the show. I could be wrong. I don't know the truth. Um, and I'm not saying that talent should overshadow um, people's real, uh, tr- you know, mm-hmm. their their stories that they've yeah. experienced on behest of her uh, monster side. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was phenomenal.
0: You know, and there are so many terrible people in the world. But the interesting thing with Leah is um, I was listening to a conversation about the Leah Michelle funny girl of it all. And the conversation was around like, and, you know, then she came to Glee and she was a horrible person on Glee. But in fact, when this all went viral, she had castmates from Spring Awakening saying she was a monster then. She was, in fact, misbehaving even pre-Spring Awakening also in theater production so it is an interesting thing when I think people think that Hollywood changed her but I think Hollywood only strengthened what was lurking within from within for a while
1: totally I will say as a I was probably like 15 at the time uh and I did make the mistake once of trying to take a photo with Leah Michelle <gasps> under a dripping elevator uh, not dripping elevator god dripping uh AC unit
0: oh my god how'd that go Ooh, not well did she roar
1: oh yeah we did not get the photo
0: we did not
1: and i remember at the time being like oh that wasn't nice but that you know i was a geek at the stage door and she just wasn't in the mood but i don't
0: think she was ever i don't think she was truly ever in the mood but this is like the kind of um you know there is a little parallel here albeit terrible to what's going on in Beverly Hills in the sense of performing grace. Mm. And Leah, I think right now, finds herself in a situation where she's trying to do her best to like keep on the straight line of like, you know, not telling people that she's going to like shit in their costume or their accessories whatever she was saying on the set of Glee. Like, where she's trying to come come across and maybe also be genuinely respectful and kind and courteous and humbled. But there's a performative aspect to that. And then we look at what's going on with Erica Jane. And it's like, ma'am, some some of these people, some especially the ones in your alliance, the Fox force, are looking for you to perform grace and humbleness and at least appreciation or decency or sense
1: totally and
0: sometimes you're willing to play the part and sometimes you're not
1: right and you think you would know that you're on television you yes. you've done this show for how many seasons now like just play the part babe like I don't you know be a monster like be a monster but like it, kind of be cognizant of how you're coming off I will say like Leah her opening night she would not take a bow by herself Mm -hmm. which to me I said that's so interesting I might have been reading too much into it but I'm like she is aware that we are waiting for her to throw Tova Felsha off stage Mm -hmm. And take her big solo bow, Mm -hmm. and she would not do it. She grabbed Tova by the hand and, like, would only do a duo bow, company bow, acknowledge the company. Again, seemingly very performative, but at least she's aware enough that, like, to do so. Yeah. Whereas Erica is like, wake up, girl.
0: Yeah I feel like whatever you know like there was a recent profile of Leah in the New York Times uh, discussing kind of like the idea of her being potentially humbled as a result and quasi acknowledging misbehavior although not really it was like a light media gaslight of the specifics of what she allegedly how she allegedly um behaved uh, on and off sets for many years but um with Erica, what's so interesting, I haven't kept up so much. Do you ever watch the after shows for Beverly Hills on YouTube? Not really. It's tough because you know what? It's They're giving us a lot, and I'm not going to complain about it. Yeah. But it's like my great aunt, um, Beattie, um, may her memory be a blessing. If you went to a restaurant and she had a big plate of food, she would yell at the waiter. She's like, this is too much food. There is something to be said about like, oh, my God, 20 minutes of edited content. It's too much content. But I, I – do typically enjoy it, although I have missed several episodes of the typically two part after shows on YouTube this season under Bravo TV's YouTube channel because it's just like too much. Yeah, but I was watching before we started recording. I was watching the after show from this week's episode, which we will, guys, don't worry, get to uh, <laughs> for five minutes and then go back to talking about Lee Michelle. But I was watching the after show and Erica uh, seated with Dorit, which fascinating um made comments about the expectations other people have placed on her and I'm hopefully not Mm -hmm. completely misquoting her characterization of it which is entirely possible but it seemed to be that her thesis was like people expect me to be robotic and not have feelings dot 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 that's not who I really am and yet the perception that I'm getting in watching these episodes is like Ma'am, people feel that way because of your behavior. That's what you're showing us. And then you're sort of threatening people into assuming that you're someone else in the way that she interacts with select members of the cast. It was kind of a wild turn, I would say.
1: Yeah. She's just not doing herself any favors.
0: Any favors. I do have to say, though... This week's episode of Beverly Hills to me felt in many ways like a return a restorative step back at least into the way that BH episodes and beach trips have been in that I thought it was a fantastic episode the best this season which is not exactly a high bar but I thought it was great which was like shocking to me.
1: Oh, I laughed, I cried, I, I danced, laughed, I cried. had many epiphanies. I yeah. Tr- it was it was I thought a really, really great episode.
0: So what was your favorite? Yeah, tell me everything. Tell me everything.
1: Honestly, my favorite moment, which is so specific, mm. but it maybe, like, it sort of felt kind of like a New York moment, but maybe it was just old school Beverly Hills moment. Okay. It was just Rinna walking through town <laughs> looking for the girls. With her open. <laughs> she's like, I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave. Yeah. I loved it. And I then she's it. like, where are they? Where are they? As if she doesn't know the call She There's mm-hmm. the producers, but... The thought of her just wandering through Aspen uh, really kind of tickled me.
0: Rena had a great episode. <laughs>
1: you know She's what? gonna she... fuck it
0: all up. Yeah, but she had. A, I thought she had a really strong. I honestly thought, even the questions that I have about Dorit, like I really thought. Everyone had a great episode. And guys, trigger warning, okay? I know this is hard for people to um, listen to, you know, thoughts and feels that they may disagree with. But welcome to Andy's Girls. We have uncomfortable conversations and people have differences of opinion. And guess what? Mention it all. Mention it all. We're here to just listen. Um, for those have of all us... The
1: things you say. <laughs> AGs will listen. I'm here for it.
0: Yeah. Um, I have to say, watching Kyle cry in that hat store... Because people weren't respecting her hats, aka her center diamond esque push for energy, was spectacular.
1: Spectacular. It was great. We've got to talk about. Uh, well, where should we start? Do we? I'll. I'll say what I was thinking. Yeah, tell me. The what sort of deal does Kimosabe
0: I don't have with. Bravo yeah I think it truly is important to Kyle I think that Kyle genuinely was thinking of this scene in this moment of being treated as someone special by this beloved store like genuinely I think that meant something to her that she could bring her show into this place that I think is very special to her and this was she loves a hat she loves a hat and this was also kyle's trip i mean she brought her fucking husband like this was going to one of kyle's favorite places where kyle has a teeny tiny beautiful not really but like teeny tiny little house ski house cute perfectly cute um i'm shrugging um You know, showing she has gobs of fucking money, doing the things that she wants to do, looking adorable, attempting to have control of creating and leveraging conflict around things that she wants the women to fight about, dealing with the fact that Kathy is there and less easy to train, and then going to this event for this space. She loves herself a hat. She wanted to treat these women to super expensive hats on flambe and have her moment and the other women the women that I think she assumed would be first in line did not show up for her the way that Sutton and Crystal and Garcelle did
1: right yeah now am I you would know better than I but have other shows been to this store before
0: Kimasabe yeah or as Kathy called it wasabi yeah um I I, I don't think so
1: Ramona's Instagrams from there I think okay. fairly frequently. So like I knew the store. I
0: think it's a happen in place genuinely in Aspen. Yeah. I think it's like a place. But I also have to say I don't know Aspen from a hole in the wall. I When we went skiing when I was little, I don't remember my parents. You know, I went on a ski trip in junior high and had a fabulous time in the lodge flirting with a fellow seventh grader and drinking hot chocolate and eating croissant. Like I don't remember. I I love that. I think snow was there. I don't remember anything else about it. So like I truly don't know anything about Aspen, but we were definitely getting seemingly a lot of pizza though for bougie Aspen. But oh, maybe that's maybe it's just like a chill Aspens like kind of it's like a cold weather Hamptons, maybe where like we pretend that we're relaxed, but everyone's in fur and seven hundred and fifty thousand slash one point three million dollar diamond earrings.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've never been uh, but if any been. if any listeners uh, have an invite to Gay Ski Week, I will go. Is that a
0: is that a thing? Gay it ski is week in Aspen. I
1: don't ski, but I love. You don't have to. Have ski I, to, love go to Aspen. I love après ski. I yeah.
0: love après ski. see, that's like a that Bethany was a great Frankel. show
1: too. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't
0: watch it, but that is a um, that's a Bethany Frankel classic. Is to do a little après ski. Yeah, which we're into. Um,
1: but yeah, I mean. That store, it just got so much play that I'm like, what's going on here?
0: But I love that. I love those episodes where it's like this random to many of us, except for, you know, those in the know and in Aspen um, or those who frequent Aspen rather. But like the, the way that we have expressions like when certain housewives in miami or whatever are going to i forget the name of the bougie restaurant when they're like on vacation and ramona only wants to go to restaurant x and they're going to like a sandbar like yeah the yeah. difference uh le maybe is what it was i forget what it was but it's like that kind of thing where you use the name of the restaurant over and over and over again in arguments i love that yeah so yeah. like the fact that we will have this magical hat Right. A establishment.
1: When I'm there for Gay Ski Week, I will be going.
0: Yeah. Are you going to spend 600 plus on a hat they gently, gingerly sort of light on fire?
1: If, if whatever daddy's invited me to Gay Ski Week <laughs> wanted to buy me a hat, I will.
0: You should get Rena on the inside of it regardless. Yeah, yeah. I would love to see that happen.
1: Because um, there's that store and then the store that Doree and um, yes, Diana the went French to, store. which only exists in Aspen and uh, somewhere in front. Fancy, uh, another, Zerma, other, like another fancy. I forget town the name. The yeah, Alps. I forget.
0: Yeah. I I was extremely into it. Uh, you
1: know who I hated? The, the sales attendant who oh, yeah? Dorit walked in. Well, just because Dorit walks in, right? right. And I'm already dying because she goes, chic. Oh my, this place is so <laughs> chic. And I'm like, dying already. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, she made it known that she's been to their other location. And he's like, oh, well, yeah, only people in the know would know, like, our you know, things, and we only make 25 of each outfit, and, I mean, he was just doing his job. I don't actually hate him, but.
0: Is it 25 to 30 per location or in total? Because there were several locations. So does that mean that every, you well, only, only get two of every size or something?
1: I don't, I, I don't know how it works, but. Someone should but, ask him.
0: Yeah. I should slide into their DMs and yeah. like, hi.
1: Well, when I'm there. Right, when you're there. <laughs> yeah.
0: When you're skiing. Yeah. And living your or, best life.
1: Well, yeah, or, <laughs> or <laughs> doing, or, or doing doing drinking right. Casa del Sol.
0: <laughs> so, um, how have you felt about this season so far, watching and being a super fan
1: of Beverly Hills? Um, I've been, I'd say, like middle of the road. Actually, mm. I've I've really been. I don't think it's a bad season. I don't think it'll be one that I revisit Mm -hmm. over and over again. I'm like, I'm enjoying the twists and turns. Um, But yeah, it's kind of a boring answer, but it's sort of a boring, like it just feels middle of the road for me. This episode really felt special and exciting. Uh, And I'm hoping next week, Mm -hmm. next week seems to have promise of being exciting. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Where, where are you standing on it right now?
0: I mean, I've had a lot of issues with the ways that the storytelling has been done. I think it's been incredibly problematic at points and like unnecessary. Yeah. And I think that a lot of the cast behavior on social has kind of ruined it. Totally. Um, Renna just continues to melt down as the days go on. Um, but I thought that this week I just felt kind of like, I don't know. There was something about seeing Kyle meltdown. If we're going to talk about specific moments from the episode, there was a moment that she screamed at Dorit hmm. in her kitchen, and then Kyle herself kind of recoiled when Dorit held her accountable. Yeah, and there was a look of like confusion and shock and almost disgust on her face, where Kyle's like, "What did I just leave let out?" Like she was screaming at Dorit, and then she kind of froze and like had a moment to herself of like oh my god did that just happen did I just like release that from my body which I found so interesting because I didn't expect Kyle to be at the brink but I think there's a lot of stuff that just is she feels defeated or disrespected which is interesting when you note the ways that so much of the Fox force has banded against or you know Uh, turned on garcelle or sutton or crystal separately and yet this is the thing where kyle's like why don't you understand that erica's misbehavior doesn't make her a victim of it like she can't be the victim of her own um rage uh used against others like if she's embarrassed or ashamed why am i being blamed for it which is something i wonder if she'll forget, you know, now that they've kind of made amends, temporary or otherwise.
1: Yeah. And i think one of the, like the fascinating things with the season, and i don't know, this might just be my social media bubble. Okay, cool. But it's like the it i feel like to me seemingly most most people seem to be on Sutton Garcel's side. Mm. Uh, but I feel like watching the show, the other girls think they're 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 getting a good edit and team and the popular the the popular team right among the audience.
0: I think that's a great point because I think that there's an expectation that they have that's resulted in how Epps have maybe or how drama or how the narrative has gone for them the last couple seasons maybe from. LVP leaving in the middle of a season on where they have just kind of expected that the ways that they were received that season will continue by a, a, a however big percentage of the audience and I think that's that expectation is maybe bleeding into why this season isn't working out well because they have that in their back pocket and in some ways the show does seem to bend toward their will. Like, there was stuff going on in real time that wasn't a part of drama, while this superficial or unnecessary drama was used in episodes, which is a question that I think a lot of people have. Like, why wasn't this stuff that was happening in real time ever acknowledged, let alone discussed? Right. But I wonder how that will influence the reunion, Because, Lord knows, the network and production have seen the responses of people noting, by the way, that our social media, as you said, is in a bubble. So I don't know, for the vast number of people who aren't on social media but watch Housewives, like, I don't know what their experiences are watching the show. They might be enjoying it. I don't know. And also, you know, our social media, obviously, it's, like, through the lens of, like, who you follow. Totally. So that's gonna probably lean a certain way too yeah. so we're not getting the full story but um it is kind of interesting to watch it all sort of seem to burn down yeah and then have an episode with this like this week which felt like oh my god it's possible to talk about these women and experience these women and see erica continue to be a fucking disaster and a mess but not feel like the the weight of that being the only thing in these women supporting her in that, at yeah. least we got to see a little bit of a peek into like people in Erica's Alliance whispering, Ooh, maybe it's not great that she is saying these victims aren't real. You know, like at least we got to see it's the smallest possible bar, but at least we got to see it.
1: Right now, if you were Dorit, would you have stayed with Erica or would you have gone to Kyle?
0: I think I would. It's such a good question. I think knowing Kyle and knowing that Kyle's really sensitive and as a Kyle, um, I probably would have been like, suck it up. Let's go to the store. Or if you, as Erica herself said, you should go. You're friends with her. Dereet ignored it. I understand like on the after show, Dorit was talking about how upset Erica was and that she like, and Erica was like, I spent all night crying or Dereet whatever, blah, blah, blah noting that and noting that like she might feel bad but also this is a result of her own poor behavior part of taking responsibility for that i think is like being there for your friend who's been there for you and going i i don't know that gets into like the erica of it also if dorit knowing how close dorit and kyle are i would probably say to go i don't know
1: yeah i don't know i thought it was a good moment when erica was like go like yeah. you're friends with you know, she's right. a close friend. Right. I'll be fine, babe. Right. Like, I thought that was actually a good moment for Erica.
0: Yeah. What um, would you have done? So It's tough, right? It's, I like I actually don't know.
1: It's tough too. And then you add on the the layer that we don't like to talk about, but it exists is that like you're filming a show. Of course. And what this are, might
0: feel like more interesting. I'm like, what
1: are you gonna do? Film Erica and Diana having dinner? Mm-hmm. Like or lunch or whatever? Mm-hmm. Like that's just Watching paint dry, right? So I think adding, I think I would have pulled a Dorit. Maybe mm-hmm. I think I would have had a conversation with my Kyle mm-hmm. earlier and said, "Hey, do you mind if I Dorit's really in trouble here? Eric's really I, in trouble. Or yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Eric is really in trouble. You know, mind if I stick back? You know, like."
0: Well, that was a part of it is that Dorit didn't say that this was happening. So it was it was taking like it was however long into the little, you know, totally moment.
1: And, And Kyle, as a friend, should understand. But or she couldn't and be like, no, I really want you there. And then Dorit could sell Erica like, hey, Kyle really wants me.
0: Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert for 30 years, with millions of users and 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, that's right, German, Chinese, and even more. Rosetta Stone immerses you in so many ways. There are no English translations, so you can really learn, listen, and think in that language you want to learn. It's designed for long-term retention, which is especially helpful for me because while this is my first trip to Italy, I really truly hope it won't be my last. The lifetime membership that Rosetta Stone offers has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language needs in life. That's lifetime access to all 25 language courses that Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, AGs can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off, Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today, today. Ciao. Hey, AGs. Are you ready to add a touch of luxury to your home just like the Real Housewives? BCC Villa Rosa. Obvs. Introducing Home Threads where style meets comfort for the ultimate glam experience. Picture this. Chic furniture, one could even say chic c'est la vie, that mirrors the elegance of your favorite housewives' mansions. With exclusive designer collections and a curated selection, HomeThreads.com has everything you need to make your space as fabulous as the housewives themselves, and always at the best value unlike Joe Gorka's initial attempts at windows, perhaps. Now, I have to tell you, I know that Padma is no longer on Top Chef, and may her memory be a blessing, but nothing has made me feel better prepared to host future seasons and potentially even iterations of Top Chef Upper East Side Edition than the Henkels-clad, Ten-piece stainless steel cookware set in silver that I got, along with a two-piece stainless steel ceramic non-stick fry set from Zwilling, thanks to Home Threads. It makes me feel like I am finally ready to be a top chef. One egg over easy at a time. They're gorgeous. They look great in the apartment. For someone like me who lives in New York City, which with a very small space, what I have in my kitchen
1: Um, I think
0: yeah it's t- I think it's tough I think the yeah. Dorit of it all I think Kyle was honestly feeling so sensitive and so frustrated with Erica's poor behavior that I think she felt like why is Erica the one getting attention getting when yeah. she is the one who was acting out
1: yeah yeah that's fair too I will say it was all worth it for the drink ordering alone Because, like, I've seen – I'm not a big horror movie guy, but it truly was, like, (laughs) my scream, where I'm like, carcass out! Carcass out! (laughs) And And short glass.
0: The the glass did not look right. I know. The glass did not look right.
1: It it was just an incredible moment watching Erica order and knowing that we all collectively were just, like, screaming it at our televisions.
0: I also separately, but sort of relatedly, did enjoy – Uh, Diana for the first time kind of starting to understand the show that she was on in like trying to help Erica at moments with the you know you you would feel this way even if this thing hadn't happened directly to you and then pretending that Erica gave her the response that she kind of required like I don't remember if it was Diana or Doree in a confessional said something along the lines of like I hope she doesn't believe the thing that she just said which to me is completely asinine like an asinine is the best word the most forgiving word that i could use to say to hear someone repeatedly tell you how they feel repeatedly over and over say how they feel and how much they don't care and then be like wow well i hope she doesn't believe that even though she's told me repeatedly and has acted that way i really hope that that's not how she actually feels
1: yeah wild yeah Again, it's like it goes back to the Leah Michelle of it all, but it, it, it this would all be so different if Erica just had a real conversation and was mm. like, listen, I have these earrings. I am currently in a legal battle. I care about these victims. She does I want to do. And that's the, like, so that's the thing. She but, can't like, say the
0: thing that she doesn't believe. She. I, is, I just I, have
1: trouble believing that there are people because, like that.
0: And yet she's telling us so clearly every week I that know. she is that person. You have to wonder why she stayed married to Tom for 20 years. It's not to say that she understood what was going on, but it was to say that these were two people who were obviously egotistical and narcissistic to the nth degree that of course this person who assumed or who never thought to care or or had no capacity I don't know if he was a psychopath he might be using that word incorrectly but um you know who put himself and his own selfish desires ahead of the law that thing he was supposed to defend at all costs like to see Erica (laughs) misrepresent the purpose of the law in which to support her own lack of empathy and her own true liquid apathy is wild. A woman whose husband was disbarred for how many years of criminal activity to say repeatedly, this is about the law, this is about the law. There was one moment where she said something along the lines of like, these are not my victims. Where yeah, I thought, this is the thing, this is the heart of the matter. Totally. She is saying, these are not my victims, so these are not victims. And also, because these victims are coming after me to recoup money that, you know, like I may have benefited from his crimes without actually knowing, whatever, that's a separate conversation, because these people are coming after me to recoup some of what has been stolen they are no longer victims in my eyes they are aggressors and she has shown us that so many
1: times yeah
0: so many times so many times so many times
1: and yet i still wear her tour shirt to gay parties
0: and at what point <laughs> yeah. i mean it gets into the like the weird everyone is going to have a different response to this but it gets into the weird murky area of like is she she's definitely not aware that she's the punchline for some people but is it okay as long as we're all in on the joke
1: right right
0: you know and the joke being that she is in the words Orphan of yeah, yeah that she is in the in the words of Jennifer Lawrence Kind of evil. I mean, that's what she's giving us. She's, Disney she's villain. She's giving evil. Yeah, she is. I mean, there's no other way to put it. And the and the ways that the women reacted this week in terms of like, okay, well, the way that she just phrased this is so much better for us. It only matters that she clarifies because her alliance wants to make sure that their reputation isn't soiled. It's never actually about the victims involved. Unless you are Sutton or Garcelle or Crystal who really do specifically tie it back to the people who've been harmed.
1: Yeah. And thank God they're there, right? Like someone, at least someone's saying it.
0: Can you imagine if they weren't there? If it was just like Teddy Joe Carrot who's doing her very best on her podcast to continue these dumb, asinine, Blame the victim style propaganda, whatever, because that's her own price of admission to be Kyle's real sister. Yeah. Like it would be tough.
1: Yeah. You know, it
0: would be really, really, really tough.
1: Someone's got to hold them accountable. Right. <laughs> <laughs> think she's, it a, would be. <laughs> she's a coach in something, but <laughs> yeah. I don't
0: think it's that. Um, yeah. I, I, it, I thought the episode was so interesting because I think it continues to be revealing in a way. And I was, appreciative to see someone step up and actually have it not be garcelle or sutton because they have been carrying the burden of being gaslit by so many people in the fox force of like how dare you make this person feel uncomfortable regardless of the cost of her high-flying life for so many years it was nice to see crystal at least step up i thought that was great yeah
1: yeah and we haven't even gotten to the Kathy of it all. I mean,
0: listen, there's a Patreon episode that's going up this weekend oh. that is chock full of satchels of gold devoted to the sister sister dynamic because yeah. I cannot get enough of talking about Kathy and Kyle, what has happened, what's gone wrong, and what it means that Lisa Rena is interfering.
1: I mean, Rena's just like talk about a shit stirrer.
0: To go on, I mean, like, I don't know what to say about those text messages, except to say that if she really locked the door, how do we not have footage? At Lisa, Lisa Rena is a producer at her core. Like, are you telling me you didn't take any video of, maybe not if it was in the Sprinter van, Kathy, like, screaming, but, like, where was she throwing things? Where was she crying? Why don't we have any photos or pictures or evidence of that?
1: Right. Why were cameras not up?
0: Why were cameras not up, meaning your iPhone? Like, where yeah, is yeah, yeah. that evidence? But how do we feel about what seems to come, which is like a real breakdown in Kathy and Kyle's relationship, LOL, moderated, mediated, or driven apart by Lisa Rinna at the center? It's dark. It is really dark.
1: And for this to be the second sister that we're seeing this sort of play out with is troubling and i don't know like you, you obviously they the the dynamic with the trio of them is tricky mm-hmm. um but you sort of start wondering like well is it kyle i don't know it, like I mean, kathy doesn't it does seem it does seem like we are going to see some an erratic side to kathy
0: Yeah, I think that Big Kathy, their mom, did a real fucking number on these sisters, plus the Hollywood dynamic of these kids working to support their family or to at least support their mom's dreams from when they were little babies isn't ideal to be a part of that Hollywood system. Imagine how it was then, let alone now, and they started when they were kids. That's a little concerning, but, you know...
1: Did you watch the show... um uh kyle's america what was it called oh
0: american american woman did i make that That up? sounds right
1: yeah something, i was about to say american, american, american wife and then yeah. i was like that's not it yeah <laughs> something
0: something you know i didn't have the i didn't i didn't do that no, i didn't either. do that i'm not yeah. great with some of the like um even like Ancillary, spinoffs i don't do a scripted, lot of the spinoffs yeah, yeah. so it's like yeah the additional stuff i support it in theory as in i try to remember sometimes the name but yeah. that's kind of where it ends um But I feel like the Kathy of it all, it's like we've seen Kathy in so many little moments and I am sure that there is a darker side to Kathy. I'm sure she can be aggressive and reactive as all of the Richard sisters have proven themselves to be. And I think that big sister energy goes really far but it's sort of wild to me that we're pretending that Kathy is the villain this season for two points. One, Erica Jane has literally out loud said she doesn't give a shit about anyone but herself. And we're talking about widows and orphans and burn victims. LOL. Like we're still not getting, and she also doesn't understand what um, dismissed uh, without Without prejudice prejudice. means. She keeps thinking that that's the court telling her she doesn't feel prejudice towards these people, which is like absolutely wild considering how much money, how much debt she's accrued from her seemingly excellent legal representation. So, lol on i enjoyed that. how she said it without prejudice without prejudice i said like, fave. i don't i don't think
1: that's, that's it <laughs> i don't I think don't that's think it that's
0: why we need that's why the confessional pushback is so important where it's like crystal being like ding ding um
1: yeah it <laughs> doesn't
0: mean what she thinks it means but also sidebar on the after show they erica continues to support the idea of like well that case is over but i still got a couple more and it has been refiled in California. so i don't know
1: yeah
0: what she's and they, some of them are pretending that, like, that's a step. Kyle, in fact, says at one point, it's a step forward for us yeah, as right. people who support her. This is a step. See,
1: we were right. We then. were right. And yeah. it's like,
0: that's not, it's not giving, that literally, the thing that you're saying months after the fact, I don't know what the line is between filming an after show where you're supposed to be responding with the feelings that you felt at the time that you were filming versus updates that you have now understood to be true. Right. So that's a little bit of a weird dynamic, but there's that. There's the like pretending that Kathy is a supervillain in seemingly an orchestrated campaign, possibly based on fact and reality, we don't know, but led by Renna and Erica. People have a vested interest in shifting attention away from the things that Erica has said for hours and hours a week. There's that. And the part B of it is, as someone who is the sister of a brother, I don't have a sister. I do have a mother and understand the complicated dynamics of mother-daughter relationships. Understanding, as I've experienced with other people who are sisters of a sister, how complicated that is. Mm -hmm. I... Don't want to take away from Kathy saying like heinous things about Kyle, but I would say, as Kyle herself acknowledged, that pain between relatives, between sisters, is very different and cuts deeper than fights between friends, right. even spiritual sisters. Yeah, I wouldn't want to get in the middle of that because I wouldn't understand it.
1: I well, I think that's the sane response. Or like that's the correct response. I mean. But we're talking about Lisa Renna. Right. Lisa Rena's <laughs> you know? like,
0: this is the best moment of my entire life. Yeah. It's like Kathy Hilton calling her sister a fucking bitch or twat or like whatever she did and throwing things, hopefully probably not her bottle of tequila. Yeah. Maybe some of that eight one eight. Yeah. Left a little sweet spot yeah. on the floor. Um, whatever she did, that is the thing the missing piece here. Plus, how diabolical is it? to insert yourself into Warring Sisters, understanding that you were the cause of how much tension and upset when you said that Kyle's sister was like days away from death. death. (laughs) So you are the expert in this. The only thing that Lisa Rinna is an expert in in this situation is driving Kyle and her sisters apart. And I think personally, even if it might feel nice as Kyle to feel like I have the support of a friend and understanding the mechanism mechanics related to housewives. I think it's super inappropriate to even like participate. And I know this is like Susie innocent of me, but like, kyle should know better than to participate in this she knows that it's not going to end well and if she cares about her family i can't believe she's allowing rinna to get in the middle is that unfair of me i hold kyle accountable she's in my top five but i will like fucking bury her
1: no i think that's totally fair and again it just comes down to like what do you care more about your the show that you're on or family
0: what happens if you can't choose
1: Right, exactly. What And happened- it is like, there's only one thing you can choose ultimately. Like the show is going to run its course or, I mean, hopefully not, but her time will.
0: But also like, if she is the star in this show and she know, like this is the thing is that I think that Kyle and her crew saw Erica's continued breakdowns and breakouts and said, this is bad for us, aka it is bad for the show because we will be reflected on poorly on the show. And I wonder how she is looking at the Kathy of it all if she's able to she seemed able to step outside of herself even when lashing out at Erica deservedly but looking through it through the lens of like how she will be perceived because of Erica's poor behavior mm-hmm. and I don't know if because this is genuinely her sister or because she's unwilling to do that or maybe she is if she stepped out of herself and analyzing how she would be perceived as a result of the Kathy stuff, but also how Kathy would perceive her in real life. Like the difference between, what was I listening to? It might have been Las Culturistas. Somebody brought up the phrase um, perception versus projection. Mm -hmm. I don't remember who it was. Could have been Conan. Somebody. A great podcast that I listened to. Great. Somebody did great work. And I remembered that phrase because I was like, that's so interesting and feels so applicable to Housewives. Like the difference between perception and projection even when it comes to the Richard sisters dynamic.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: What do we do? Yeah. We're gonna we bring do?
1: that to therapy this week. Right? Yeah. My
0: psychiatrist has been out of country <laughs> yeah. for literally four and a half weeks. No big deal, who's counting. <laughs> yeah, but like yeah. if she ever comes back,
1: <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. will be something I discuss with her. <laughs> totally. So
0: who I mean, if you had to pick a sister, ooh. Kathy, Kyle or Kim, hmm. which sister would you pick? So um, unfair.
1: Uh, like, this isn't my real answer, but okay. it kind of it, it. Maybe it is. I'm randomly one of say, the, like, 300 or so people that Kim Richards follows. I knew
0: you were going to say Kim. I don't know why. I, yeah. I knew it in my head. Yeah. I knew it in my head.
1: And I just don't know why.
0: I'm into that. Can't, may, do you also love turtles?
1: Uh, the, uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> take them or leave them, but... I mean, yeah, I'll always love Kim.
0: So how do you feel about the conversation that some people, in quotes, are having about thinking ahead to next season bring back Kim?
1: Uh, So here's the thing. Love Kim, I think we've run our course with her. I think think it's better for her Mm -hmm. not to be on. Mm. Ultimately, I think it's probably better for us. Some some friends of moments, maybe yeah. you know. I I love when she pops up. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you know.
0: I think that's exact. I com- could not agree more.
1: Is Kingsley dead?
0: Kingsley to us was sent <laughs> yeah. to a different. I think after like almost eating up Kyle's daughter's thumb or whatever. Right. Yeah. Oh my god, that was a painful reunion. Do you remember that? Yeah. My my daughter almost lost her hand. Like that was intense dark down to the bone and then Kim was like no she didn't yeah when you're saying like your niece was like not in pain bitch like what what are you doing for the dog yeah. you're doing this for the dog yeah well, are you doing this because you don't want your sister to be right
1: Kingsley went back to Vanderbump dogs <laughs> I <know.
0: laughs> And I don't know what Kingsley's kind of scared the shit out of me I have to say that oh, dog terrifying. was like a little scary not as scary as Ken Kim's ex-boyfriend but like uh, nearly yeah. there a seven on the scale of um adorable dog to Ken um you know Thinking about the Kim and Kathy of it all, is there a way there's been sort of conversation around things that allegedly happen at the reunion that nobody knows. Like mm-hmm. we truly don't know what happens, is what I'm saying. Not yeah. like um, but the idea that maybe Kyle just kind of acquiesces and takes responsibility to either take responsibility for the situation. I, but even in this context, it's like, but Kathy's the one that exploded. So why would Kyle be the one apologizing, apologizing? But anyway, Kyle maybe eats it and, like, does whatever to keep the relationship solid. What do you think of that possibility? That they are able to resolve it because maybe Kyle doesn't speak her truth.
1: I'd be happy for them. Um, I don't know if I see it happening that that like Kyle would just try to resolve the f- family issues or like with between her and Kathy, yeah, that sort of
0: it's a weird kind of hypothesis that I've seen bubble play. up, a oh little. yeah,
1: um, I mean, I think it would be smart of Kyle i think sometimes you have to do that in family, you know, like
0: except yeah. you're.
1: Pick your battles. Yeah. And maybe uh, a televised reunion isn't the place to bring that stuff into. And I and I think that would, I'd give Kyle credit for realizing that and sticking to that. I don't know. I, I would like that moment, actually, I think.
0: The flip side of it is Kyle was able to express anger or rage or sadness or frustration with Dorit not a sister but a spiritual sister close friend erica i would say not a but a good friend i wouldn't say close friend yeah but she was able to express at least explosions of feeling toward these women and i think it was because she felt like she was safe to like she felt like she could be angry at them i wonder In the ways that Kathy didn't do this, I don't think directly at Kyle. I think she did it in a Sprinter event. I don't actually know that Kyle – why am I assuming that Kyle wasn't there? Could Kyle have been there?
1: I sort of – I don't know, actually, but I'm with you in my head that I don't think Kyle was – Right, there's no way
0: that – yeah, because if Kyle was there, we would be hearing Kyle – There's no way that Kyle was there. Right. Right. So, like, you could look at it through the perspective of, like, was Kathy thinking she was in a safe spot in which to completely download – And say whatever heinous thing she wanted to say. Was she just going to say that no matter what and didn't care who the fuck was in the van? Right. But also, is there a possibility that these women would feel safe enough in each other's presence to express anger and rage that they surely have felt about each other? And seemingly quite literally do when it comes to some stuff relating to the Aspen trip. Like, is there ever going to be a time, and maybe we'll see that this season, when Kyle and Kathy can express anger to each other and not to others on the outside of this?
1: Mm. Yeah. And it's always tricky. Again, just like the older sister of it all. Yeah, You know, Kathy's Mm kind of run the roost for a bit. And what was it, um, like, you know, seeing Mauricio's mm. success, uh-huh. and you know, it's Kathy, you know, fucking Hilton, who's so successful, but like she's watched Kyle Bloom. almost usurp her uh, publicly mm. of fame, yeah.
0: How does that play and into like, it?
1: I think that's just like a fascinating family dynamic. Yeah. That
0: the little sister. Play out. The little sister is not supposed to eclipse the big sister, let alone the oldest sister. Right. And also, I always think, listen, Kathy was literally named after her mother. There's big yeah, Kathy yeah. and little Kathy, and the idea that since their mother passed away. Seemingly, Kathy, who's probably always been very strong and very vocal, very verbal, very opinionated, potentially taking on some of the as the eldest sister and also the sister who has been famous and wealthy and seen as a huge success for a while, also taking on some of the maybe big Kathy characteristics that they all surely carry with them. But like some of that, there has to be a pressure there. I mean, her name is literally Kathy. Like you can't get around that. They have the same name. And she is the eldest sister by, I think, several years, right? Because it was a different dad. Yeah,
1: yeah. I
0: think like several years. I mean, there is also that strange dynamic there of like, when she's reprimanding you or giving you an opinion, are you processing that because she's the older sister? Are you process- uh, like processing processing that and... too in like a maternal way? Yeah, yeah. This is why I'm telling you this fucking Patreon episode. Oh my god, it's I'm, gonna be up this weekend.
1: I've subscribed already.
0: Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, place to be. It's I really appreciate it, guys. If you are new to AG, Satchels of Gold are named in honor of Her Holiness Kelly Clorn Ben Simone from Scary Island. Naturally. Naturally, as one does. And their listener thoughts and feels, questions and concerns, you can email them to me at Andy's Show at gmail.com or slide into my DMs on Instagram at Dean Galley. But I got so many Satchels of Gold about the sisters' dynamic, which I mm. can't get enough of the kathy and kyle of it all is endlessly fascinating to
1: me yeah and it's it, like it's again dark to go on reality television as family mm. but it's why it does make good reality television
0: when you're talking about stakes how can you get higher than that totally we've seen it in new jersey we've seen it with teresa and melissa and joe Yeah, teresa i think said apparently this week um absolutely gonna horrifically misquote her, but like something along the lines of like it's done now, there's no coming back from that. And we've been there before in New Jersey, but the idea that we're going there again with like relationships dying that maybe would have gone through some kind of conflict regardless. But watching that play out, it's it's a little OMG. And my question to you as we wrap is do you think that Kathy will come back next season? I don't think so. Do you think she's done?
1: I, yeah, yeah.
0: Because What's the,
1: um, (laughs) I don't think we'll see Kathy Hilton ever (laughs) again. (laughs) The Denise (laughs) of it all, the Denise throwback.
0: But do you think that Kathy, let's say that Kathy says, I'm never coming back. Do you think that she would make that decision because of the way that Lisa Rinna treated her or the way she perceives Kyle's treatment?
1: I think because both, Mm. but I think, I think it has. I'd imagine it has to do more with the Rena and what I feel to be the show of it all. Mm. Like I don't think we're headed into good Kathy Waters. That's just a gut feeling, (sighs) but I think she. I, I think she's. We're gonna see some dark parts. You know, I don't it, know. This is truly just raven Simoning. But, like, <laughs> but, like, yeah.
0: I mean, the thing of it is, there is usually a second season curse. And she is a friend of... She's not a, a housewife.
1: Well, but she was we're so getting great it. Season, you know, her she first, was, like, she, fan favorite.
0: Yeah, and so kooky and so... Quirky and uh, and eccentric, but maybe we're seeing some of the flip side to that eccentricity.
1: I mean, even the contract negotiations, though, before the season started, right? Like how she we really almost didn't get her this season.
0: And, you know, that's tough. And I remember um, I think Brian Moylan's recap either this week or last week referenced that. Like, could that also play into the ways that some of the Fox Force are not really loving Kathy, noting that she joined late and noting she joined after allegedly getting what she
1: wanted. Right. That I think absolutely. You know, like to have a this newbie friend of come in and she knew she was a she's she is I Kathy Hilton is smart. Yes. You know, like yeah, like we laugh at her her like kind of ditziness, but like she, she knows what she's doing. So to to be a mainstay on the show then have this new person come in demands this money, this contractual things. It's got to sting some. So mm-hmm. I think it definitely we're definitely seeing that play out.
0: It's going to be an interesting process, I would say, because I feel like Kathy is probably the least prepared as a personality to handle a reunion in that way and my guess is that like Erica and Rena, I don't know Kyle might be doing her own thing at that moment like literally just kind of trapped in this but my guess is that Rena and Erica are going to go extremely hard for her at the reunion and I wonder how if at all she will respond to this
1: yeah well we learned there's a and watch what happens live no cast photo
0: no cast photo Andy yeah. said that in the on the watch what happens with michael Rappaport and erica jane first time that had ever happened no cast photo no hugs yeah
1: crazy so
0: i wonder if they did split dinners which has happened before <laughs> oh, where I certain know. people yeah. certain members of the cast go to dinner at one place. like who went to the polo lounge after who got that golden ticket
1: i don't it almost seems like no one maybe went to dinner i've I no maybe idea everybody was but...
0: and also it started super early Ended really late. Yeah. So maybe they were just too exhausted and over each other. It's
1: like, I can't even hug you. Do you think? Let alone eat a steak next to you.
0: God bless. Yeah. Do you think that Kathy and Kyle will be able to move on from this in a way? This is so unfair, but like in a way that works for both of them? LOL.
1: I hope so. I, 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 I do hope so down the line. I mean, their kids seem, you know, they seem close to each other as kids enough to like, make amends at least for that part, but I don't know. I don't know Paris yeah. is
0: like in a lot of tweets that are like oh, Kyle really? can go fuck herself that so maybe not literally Kyle can go fuck herself but like oh, isn't yeah. that me and how Kyle's behaving so like I think that the the cousins are cool with each other they understand that like they can't be responsible for their own parents misbehavior yeah. or whatever perception of that whatever it is but I don't think that Nikki and Paris are gonna be shooting the shit with Kyle anytime soon and that's for kyle who was like the spokesperson for the hiltons for so many years she was the talking head on all the like celebrity shows talking about paris and nikki like and also because of her relationship with them and because she does seem devoted in some ways to different aspects of her family of course i don't i don't know how that's gonna go yeah wouldn't it be crazy if next season we could, like, see some of that? We're never going to see it. But, like, Paris and Nikki, like, interacting with mom. I know. Talking about Kyle. It will never happen.
1: Yeah, but can we, can we, we can, can dream. We can dream.
0: Can you imagine that contract negotiation of, like, you need to do it two hours filming, having caviar potatoes with <laughs> Nikki and Paris you need to talk about on Kyle? It would never yeah. happen. To be Plus, a fly on that wall. To be a fly on the wall of that negosh of Kathy being, like, you can absolutely go fuck yourself, but, like, how much? Would love it will never happen.
1: No, but we can dream. We can dream. We can dream.
0: Also, I'm so curious about your, you know, your thinking that Kathy won't come back because I feel like it could really go either way. I would assume you, that that she wouldn't come back, but I actually don't. Now I'm like, maybe she wants to restore her whatever.
1: May I mean, I don't know. Who knows? I don't know.
0: I could really see her not coming back or taking putting herself on pause for like a second.
1: Yeah, I, I. I hope, I hope for her sake. Maybe she's puts herself on pause.
0: Yeah, and also yeah. I think it depends on who else, who else returns. Right.
1: Well, we know Diana's gone. I mean, I mean, we don't know, but like, right, like she's she's gone.
0: Are you going to BravoCon?
1: Uh, maybe I don't know.
0: Okay. Okay. I,
1: if anyone has an in for Aspen Gay Ski Week <laughs> or BravoCon, <laughs> I'm desperate. Please because um, Rinna not on yeah, we'll Rena
0: hasn't been on that list for months because it was something that was talked about on AG or the Patreon or something at the beginning of the summer when they first said though here's like the current people signed on Rena wasn't on the list for Beverly Hills and then it came out on social this week that that still continues to be true so yeah
1: and she's been going on the like she's been tweeting about the producers right like
0: she did go on Instagram stories which you can right. see on my Instagram and said that maybe her own show producer was behind the bot attack yeah, which was yeah, a yeah, psychotic yeah. move on her part
1: yeah you don't do that if you're Blending thinking of coming, coming back. back
0: yeah can you imagine how that producer said good morning to everybody the day of the reunion
1: <laughs> good morning yeah. good
0: morning arca oh who's that who's that walking by i don't notice the lips okay anybody else anybody good morning
1: yeah but i do wonder what happened because Rana just seems so dependent on the show like it, yeah. it doesn't seem like she would leave
0: Willingly on her own
1: accord, yeah, and
0: yet it's like, what happened? It's like the chicken or egg. Like, did Rinna see that the end was near and decide to go down in flames, or did she? Is that and is it coming down in flames because she decided right. that her end would be coming? Pretend those words make sense. Like, it, you know what I'm I saying? I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Like, who? Who, who knows? knows? Do you want her to come back?
1: Ah, uh, I vacillate back and forth. Yeah. I honestly like she's. Grading, she's a shit stir, mm-hmm. um, but then sometimes there are moments where I'm like, you know what, you're good television, and you're a not, and I like you, but she's not a good. Like I'm not a Rena fan. Yeah, she has the been Renaissance. Been so- <laughs> the
0: Renaissance might be over. She has been so important for so long, and it's just so weird to be like she's actually unnecessary, and maybe bringing down the show in a way that's like not good for the show.
1: Uh, right. Yeah.
0: It's weird to think that because she has been really, um, I would say an important part of Beverly Hills for a number of years, regardless totally. of how you feel about her. She has been a very important villain.
1: She brought the bunny. She brought, you know, so many. Yes. Yeah.
0: And now it feels like a little bit of a chapter is closing. Yeah. I actually would be surprised if she doesn't come back, even though she has told us repeatedly in 85 different ways that she doesn't look like she's coming back. I would still be a little bit surprised, but I think it would be the right move. Yeah. Maybe she'll come. We'll see. Yeah, we'll she see. would She would also stretch a cameo into like infinity and beyond. She oh, would yeah. make sure to have a moment.
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't think we've seen the last of her, but... <laughs>
0: <laughs> that might be the title of the app yeah, I don't <laughs> yeah. know um, listen this has been such a delight Ryan
1: Bloomquist oh my god thank you so thank, much for having me thank you it's so been... much for
0: coming on this has been wonderful um, tell the EG's where they can follow you on social anything you're working on that they can catch up with all things Ryan Bloomquist
1: yeah you know it's mostly just strange thoughts in my head uh, on Twitter safe space at Ryan Bloomquist B-L-O-O-M Q-U-I-S-T uh, yeah I'm on Instagram too, but less active there.
0: Okay, I'm into it. I'm yeah. into activity.
1: R Bloomquist, but love you know, it. again, if that actually Instagram's more for the daddies inviting me to ski week. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> also, what was the name of Kathy's tequila? Uh,
1: Casa del Sol.
0: Casa del Sol. If you are listening to this podcast, we would love to partake. I would love to have some the next time I'm recording. Yeah. Please slide into our DMs.
1: Buy a girl a drink right yeah
0: i haven't googled i need to google it i need to do a little goog same how much did we say it was did we not say well i don't, I no, don't we know only do we only 8. knew 818 like, eight's expensive
1: i imagine this is probably gonna be like work. 50 i have no idea
0: Rina did say at one point that like someone had sent her pink tequila and kathy said it cameron be- westcott Wait, what?
1: Cameron Westcott. Did I say Cam? No, no, no. You said pink tequila, oh, yeah. and I said Cameron Westcott.
0: <laughs> I mean, she wishes. Um, yeah, she and Kathy was like, maybe it was us. Do they have pink tequila? I would be super into that.
1: Not that I knew of, but again, or maybe Cameron Cat- should be yeah. on it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Kathy, if you're not making Pink Tequila, make it happen now. Um, speaking of making it happen, number one way to support the pod is joining the Andy Scrolls Patreon. That Sister Sister episode will be up this weekend, I believe it's Sunday, and I'm so excited about it. So join the Patreon. Number one way to support this sassy little social experiment, and you get exclusive bonus episodes like that one and so much more. Patreon.com slash Andy Follow me on Instagram. Send me your satchels through DM at Dame Gal. And this was such a joy. Thanks so much for coming on the pod. Thank
1: you for having me.
0: Oh my god, anytime. And um, I hope to see you in related programming, which is a little bit of a wink of oh, things yeah, to come. You know, you we'll know, just stay Just stay tuned for more. <laughs> Watch what happens. Watch. Sure. Yeah. Um, uh, to be continued. It'll be chic. It'll be chic. It'll be chic. <laughs> It'll be. Chic. <laughs> It'll, be chic too. It'll be warm and cold and hot and whatever else Dariet says. Also, I do want to get a wind chime. I live in an oh, apartment. I, I have one. Do you? Do you live in an apartment? Yeah yeah, 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 we yes, both live I in New York City. That made sense. Um, that makes sense. What do you do with it?
1: I so I have it's, it's in a drawer. I, a friend got it for me uh, for my birthday, very generously. Oh my god, it's such um, a good gift! But I do have a little outdoor like <gasps> terrace. Okay, money. Well, some <laughs> called it. Someone was. I was just having a debate. Like he was like, "Do you call it a terrace, patio, or fire escape?" Yeah, I've. And a fire I was escape. like, "I'm like, well, it's it's like." it's a it's a real thing uh but i live in a closet anyway i was like can you imagine putting a wind chime out there like i would hate myself let alone my next door neighbor because I, I also about... live in an alleyway, so it's just oh, that like, would be just tough. Truly constant. Yeah, that's
0: the thing. I was just thinking to myself, ooh, I could put it on the fire escape, but like I don't actually want to hear it. I was thinking about yeah. getting one, and then just like you, like you, the way you came in. I always play housewives music, guys. I have candles lit. I had Dr. Tiffany's propofol candle lit here in the cloth fist. I make things comfortable. She made it nice. I made it nice, but I was thinking, how fun would it be to? hold a wind chime when ag guests get here and just hold it when just they walk through oh, and just like it's a fun little i need to look into how much that fucking wind chime is i kind of want to do that yeah
1: That's they've now good. renamed it Wait, isn't Did it named say, after dorito yeah the jury like chic wind chime. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. oh my god that jamie lee is a goddamn genius and yeah. we love her for it anyway on that note guys let me know your thoughts on this wind chime accoutrement i feel like it maybe needs to happen maybe i should just bring it with me to BravoCon and just kind of hold it up and ring it oh,
1: oh that's points. a good BravoCon outfit right maybe I, like yeah. just
0: yeah just like me in sweats but like holding the wind chime being like this is enough this totally. will do I'm or i it.
1: might dress as the my hand in yours yeah it'll yeah, be yeah. bravo
0: it. it. halloween whatever yeah. um i'm into it guys i hope you're oh i just thought of it a... oh that's okay, okay. um <laughs> are all doing, what a chaotic ending to yeah. this week's episode and I'm so into it um, let us know your thoughts and feels on wind chimes and more do they are they hot are they cold are they chic say la vie we want to hear from you and we will talk to you soon bye bye